Hello, Star Wars fans, and uh, welcome back to the last episode of the Book of Boba Fett Club. Um, I am your host, Justin Gray, and uh, here with me is... David Yoda Brooklander, standing by. Aaron Russo, standing by. Sean McAnally, standing by. And uh, we just uh, watched the final chapter to the Book of Boba Fett just a few minutes ago. And um, we are going to be diving into it. Uh, we're, and we're going to have uh, David uh, do the recap. And then after that, we'll uh, discuss um, what our likes and dislikes were and uh, do some speculation for beyond this uh, show. And we'll be uh, grading the uh, episode as well as the show as a whole. Uh, and, uh, so without further ado, uh, take it away, David. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This was a lot of action packed episode. So everyone listen in, buckle in, lock your S foils into acquisition. Cause here we go. A lot happened in this episode. So, uh, with Boba, Mando, the, the mod gang, Chrysanthemum, all patrolling the area after the attack, um, that happened on the f- facility, um, by the Pikes and the previous chapter um there's a lot of tactical talk going on back and forth about what they should do um dig in at the Jabba's palace which is Boba Fett's palace now or <laughs> stay hunkered in in the city um so it's a couple good conversations going on there um then Cad Bane's in a couple scenes he's talking with the Pikes uh he learns the truth about what happened with the Tuscans that Boba was with and that the Pikes took them out. Um, then he has an idea on how to draw Boba Fett out. Um, so there's a, another quick clip with uh, Boba and Fennec talking um, about their their plans, who's covering which areas. We've got Kersantan covering the Trandoshan area. The mods were in the other district and other people were spread out trying to cover their bases. And they get an alert from the torture droid from Return of the Jedi that there's someone here to see Boba Fett. So Boba goes out, and we have a face-off conversation between Boba and Cad, Cad Bane, which almost turns into a heated duel. Uh, Cad Bane tells Boba that it was the Pikes that took out the Tuscans. Um, Boba almost goes after Bane, but Fennec is able to talk a little sense into him and tells him that the Pikes need to kick tail and get off Tatooine. It's his planet. So Cad Bane takes off. Um, then, I'm honestly forgetting what happens next. Pojo! Goes down. Pojo! Goes down, that's the best way to put Street it. Street fight! Yeah, the other the other factions turn on like Boba's yes, crew. Yes, that's correct. Like they're like, things are heating up and then tensions are high and then... So the other factions... Took the, the pay of the pikes and turn on all of Boba's people and Kersant. The the odd one was odd but funny was Kersantin gets attacked by a boatload of Trandoshans. Yeah. Um, it goes south pretty quick. Fennec goes after where the leaders are over in Mos Eisley, and she bails bails out and saves the the mods. Sorry, Aaron. We know you wanted them kind of just <laughs> wiped out. <but laughs> um, 
Then it goes down to uh, Boba and Mando <clears throat> by themselves at the what's that building called? Uh, Guards sanctuary. Uh, sanctuary. Sanctuary. Yes, thank you. Yep. And we have a really cool dialogue between the two um, as the Pike move in to kind of surround the area. Boba tells Mando that he needs he needs to go. <clears throat> you know, he's trying to make it out while he can. Mando tells him that he gave him his word, <clears throat> so it's his, upholding his honor to fight with him until the till they both fall. Um, then Boba asks Mando, "Do you believe all that Bonta fodder?" And yeah. Boba Mando goes, "Yes." Boba goes, "Good." <laughs> then we hear, "This is the way." And then the major domo from <clears throat> uh, the mayor has a brilliant idea. Yes, he's there too to go out and negotiate on behalf of Boba so that they could possibly leave, leave the planet unharmed and maybe pay a fine to the Pikes. So Boba writes him a note, tells him, go out there and give it to him. So he goes out, <coughs> starts this play, I guess you could a play to the Pikes, um, very pompous, trying to appease them a little, and says he's got a, a note of surrender from Boba Fett. <coughs> So he starts to talk, talk to the Pikes about it, and when he tells, he gets to the part where he's going to tell them about Boba's offer of surrender. Uh, his face drops, and he realizes he might just die. <laughs> so Boba offers the Pikes nothing except to water, I guess you could say, water the sands of the Dune Sea with the corpses of the Pike. <laughs> so at that point, the Pikes are about to attack, and then we get an epic fight with. Boba and Din coming out with jetpacks, guns, guns blazing. We got whistling birds going off, blasters. Boba's knee darts going off. Um, then we have the people of Freetown showing up after um, Boba and Din start to kind of get overwhelmed. Then we get the Pikes pull back, and then reinforcements for the Pikes come in as old. I'm just gonna say separatist battle droids uh, very similar to droidicas except souped up um not too, they're not really in much of canon um they're in some of the books cartoon clone wars cartoon um justin you know which episode mm-hmm. that but yeah so we get a good duel as the people boba fett then try to take down these droids which they can't because they have deflector shields similar to droidicas boba realizes they're going to need reinforcements. He tells Din, protect the people, and he Boba takes off. So Din tries to do his best against the droids. He goes at it with a Darksaber, no luck. Then he tries to lead one of them away from the people of Freetown and runs into the uh, mechanic. mechanic lady who has Grogu because he showed up, R2 dropped him off um, on tattooing. He's wearing the armor that Din brought for him. Then we get this epic fight scene with Din trying to hold off one of the droids, and then we get Boba Fett riding in on the Rancor, and we get the epic scenes of the Rancor and Boba taking on the droids, taking them out, and then we get what we've all still have been, we're waiting for, a showdown with Cad Bane versus Boba Fett. Cad Bane <clears throat> beats Boba Fett in the duel, but in the end, Boba Fett Beats him, takes him out with uh, the gaffy, gaffy stick, and 
pretty much the fight's over at that point. Then we get a cutscene to the end. Fett's walking through the city with Fennec after Fennec takes out the leadership of the Pikes. And all the people are, I guess you say, saluting and bowing to Boba Fett out of respect for him protecting the town. And then we get the last scene with Din and Grogu flying off in the N1 Starfighter. Grogu's in the little bubble where the astromech droid would be. And he's tapping on the window. Din's like, no, no. <laughs> Grogu great. keeps tapping. He goes, all right, last time. <clears throat> <laughs> afterburner. Din hits the afterburner on the N1 and we get a gleeful exclamation from Grogu as the N1 blasts off in, into space and that is when the episode ends. Post credits. Oh, oh post credits. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Post credit, <clears throat> Cobb Vanth is in Boba's back to tank with the I don't know what you want to call that guy. Well, the mod developer, mod yeah, surgeon. yeah, played by uh, Thundercat, yeah, who Thundercat gave yeah. all the mods their upgrades and I don't know. He fires fire. up his like welding, yeah, thing. Welding implying knife. heavily that yeah, Cop Van's gonna be a cyborg or a modded guy. Uh, a, he survived, and B, he's gonna be coming back. I, I just kept realized like, I you, don't you, like that ending anymore because if they put him on one of those stupid bikes, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I, I think he, they kept I think making a big deal about his armor, so I think he's gonna get like a suit of armor, kind of like okay, permanent right. mod, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Cobb Vanth will still have it. As long as like, he doesn't join the mod yeah. squad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I, yeah. Turn him into a, like a Borg where he's like their slave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you are Mars now. Or, yeah, I think I think he'll still kind of have that Anakin uh, pod racer mashup speeder still. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll just paint that up bright flashy yellow (laughs) all right so that's it for the recap justin back to you (laughs) all right so uh we're gonna be discussing our likes and uh uh and few in few dislikes here or there um let's start let's start off with uh uh, let's start off with uh sean what what were your uh, likes and dislikes uh i liked yeah i'd say it was a satisfying conclusion to the story um after questions of like the meandering in five and six of like where is this going to land i mean i kind of knew it was going to be a showdown with the pikes in the final episode but was it you know going to be a backs against the wall cliffhanger was it going to be a like they route them or is other are other people we haven't met yet going to come in so obviously that didn't really happen we didn't have any new cameos or new reappearances in this episode um and then no huge like huge setups for what's next other than we have a vague sense that mando's on on and then his journey to get atoned for his sins or whatever with Grogu, um, which I felt, I don't know, I felt weird about. Like, I, it's been over a year since they left, like, in our, in our time, but in the story and in the number of episodes, it hasn't, a lot of time hasn't really passed, and I don't know if it, if enough time has passed that should have passed um, for, the reu- for the reunion. And then the exact reunion of, like, in the middle of battle, when like the essentially like the babysitter the babysitter is showing up <laughs> with your kid like when you're in the middle of something you're like oh uh like and he's kind of like I'm, gl- I'm glad to see you too but we're like in the middle of this like fight you know like it, I don't know that seemed like w- kind of strange to pick as a way to reunify them <laughs> mm-hmm. um so I, I again like like I was saying last week they could have cut last week shorter 
and just hinted at the Luke Grogu stuff like from afar and you didn't really see much of them and then that would have allowed more time for this plot to develop um, and then not have Grogu involved in this episode at all and then his you know when he leaves he um, or we have some other reason for Mando to leave at the end of this episode like he did his, he did his job or whatever and he's just going to mention like okay I'm going to go check out Mandalore or whatever um, I like seeing the Rancor of course um, you know you kind of got to see it in full action because you don't you kind of see it in Return of the Jedi but that's like a puppet and this was you know you could do better puppetry with CGI um, so yeah just a savage beast but I guess overall what I didn't like I didn't like um, I don't like the uh, Major Domo guy I don't like Amy Sedaris she was too like both of them are he's his, he's totally off and then she is just like um She's too Jar Jar, or she's just like in that Jar Jar category for me. And sometimes C-3PO gets that way too, um, which I guess is just like a trope with Star Wars. you got to have mm-hmm. that, and she's that. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me, and she's kind of goofy. And uh, and then just, yeah, the amount of plot armor is just ridiculous. Like there's just all this furious shooting going on, and it's like, let's shoot at this shield continuously <laughs> even though we know the shields aren't going to do any, like our damage isn't doing anything to the shields um well it's similar to most things. well in star wars you can overheat a shield yeah which is basically the only thing you can do unless you have something with yeah. superior firepower that and if i'm nitpicking it. like a rancor <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i'm nitpicking then like the uh the, the big sniper rifle, like the Tusken Raider sniper gun, is actually, it shoots a slug. It's not an energy weapon. So, like, in, like, Battlefield 1, the game, like, that's what can shoot through shields because it's, like, a slug weapon. So, like, that should have worked when she shot it. That should They should have shown that working is getting through the shields. But everything else is, like, lasers, and that is blocked by the energy shield. But in Battlefield 2, it doesn't work. Like, the, the Tusken Raider gun is still blocked by shields. So, I guess that's the canon now. But, um... You know, just little things like that. I don't like the mod gang. I think they just, it didn't seem, like everyone was just still so clean and tidy afterwards and during it. And it's just like, this doesn't seem like a, <laughs> doesn't seem like a real battle. Like I wasn't like worried or like, oh, I'm really into this. Or this doesn't look like the Battle of Homes Deep. This looks like, you know, like kids playing with laser guns or a little bit. And like she comes out with like a perfect makeup on still. And it's like, okay, <laughs> no sweat, no grime, blood, body parts. Like I know it's Disney Plus, but. Like Rogue One felt like a, like a battle and a war, right? It's like mm-hmm. dirty, gritty. Um, this didn't quite feel like that for me. Um, you know, all the pikes are just kind of like the, the putties from Power Rangers a little bit. Like, you know, they're just kind of <laughs> standing around waiting to get yeah. shot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but the, the highlights definitely were... The highlight for me was the Cad Bane Boba Fett final showdown where he's kind of you get enough of their history. If you don't know the history, you're getting a sense of the history. Just, you know, they have to kind of walk that line between people don't know who this guy is. So we got to give them enough. And then there's payoff. There's a lot behind each line. If you know the story. So they kind of, I think they did a good job executing on that um, because that can be risky to do. And I guess I was surprised to see him be killed right so soon. I guess I thought he might've been an interesting adversary um, that kind of comes and goes if they were going to keep, like Boba Fett's kind of story going in other shows. It could have been cool to have like a, a foil like Cad Bane, but I guess they're going to introduce a bigger adversary or something that Boba Fett will be opposed to uh, in the future, um, like Thrawn or something, or a minion like that. Um, yeah, I guess 
I don't know if I have a rating yet in my head. I'll have to see as I as I settle. But okay. Um. So Aaron, thought likes and dislikes. Oh, the mod game is his absolute favorite thing. <laughs> what? All right. He's, he's there for it. He wants one of those speeders, those little go karts. So, so I'll just say I'll just say that the two my my most like they're just like the mods and Pelly whatever. Just I don't here. like. Like it, they just every time they showed up in the screen, it just took me out of the show. <laughs> and like when she shows up in that stupid thing, like I, we already oh. got the cameo from the yeah. gondolier, whatever thing yeah. that Anakin got. Like we didn't need that again, <laughs> and we didn't need it with her. And I just really don't like her character. I I don't know why they keep interjecting her. Like she she sticks around longer than any other. Like, give me Quill forever and kill <laughs> yeah. this person. I don't. She's not funny. She looks ridiculous. And she's just annoying. Like, she just annoys the out of me. <laughs> the mods, I don't understand. Like, like everything about that does not work. Yeah. Every single last thing. Every one of those people does a terrible job acting. They look ridiculous. They're always flawless. Fishnet stockings. Yeah, like what? Like, Who's going to like, combat in that? It just does <laughs> not work. Shirt. It does not work. Period. End of story. Get them out. Like they're terrible. <laughs> and 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 I don't even like the scenes where they, like even like the supposes in them. It's like it's like it's like they're part of a different show and they mm. keep getting shuttled in and it's like, is this somebody else directing these people? Like what what is this? Like so they're I just have to get kids. that off my chest. Like it's they're just it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's just it's completely sticks out like a sore thumb. Like if you look up stick up sticks out like a sore thumb in the dictionary, it's the mods and Pelly motto yeah. next to each other. Like it's terrible. All right. Got that off my chest. Plus, she sleeps with Jawas. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, now, she's, now she sleeps with daimyos, oh, apparently. God. Yeah, she's flirting with the freaking yeah. mayor. They're perfect dude, for each other. Like, hey, hey, hey. It's like get out of here <laughs> like it's trying to be comic relief it's not it's not i never laugh at her she's terrible anyway um okay. i pretty much everything else about the show i really liked i thought they did a great job of um getting back mostly into the boba fett storyline mando took a backseat to boba mm-hmm. and the storyline jumped back to and i think it was satisfying like i, I didn't feel like I was being jerked around back into a story without it making any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was a little bit of a strange way for Grogu to come back. Like, just he shows up on an X-wing and at yeah. Pelly Motto's hangar, like, and like their their reunion was just oh, shut up! Like, <laughs> hey, you little game It's like, oh. like that's not the way I wanted Grogu. To come back into the storyline, but yeah. there it is. The R two and the X wing, glorious. But that was a fake out, because you see the X wing with R two in it. You're like, oh my gosh. Well, you could tell then, the whole uh, time there was nobody in the cockpit. No, so. you can't until the like until it actually lands. Like at first, the first shot is like it flying into Mos Eisley. Okay. And then it land. It's like landing. So you you're think like, it's Luke, but it's not. And then yeah, as soon as the cockpit mm. opens and you don't see anyone in there, you're like, wait a minute. Okay. So like for a second there, it's like you oh, you had us in the first half. You but know? you know, you know, he's showing up with Grogu if he's in there. So. I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but we thought Luke was showing up too until they. I thought I thought it was fine that Grogu showed up that way and that they showed his little his little chainmail thing. Um, I loved I loved I loved the whole like 
like how they just made the whole story unfold through an ongoing street fight. And yeah. I thought that was really cool. Like they just, that street fight lasted the whole episode. Yeah, that's true. And it was, but they didn't, but, it, but they told story and had dialogue and like all that stuff in there. And it, like it worked. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the parts with Boba and Mando teaming up. Like, yeah, I feel like that all worked really, really well. I love their conversation in the in the sanctuary before everything mm-hmm. went down where they're like bonding, like coming from a like different mm-hmm. coming from different angles of being a Mandalorian or or in Boba's case, like really only in appearance and name, but not really a Mandalorian in, in a in a ideological way. And yet they're finding common ground. I thought that was very cool. Um, Cad Bane, mm. dude, that right. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I mean, like he was even better this time. Yeah, like just the way he looks and the way he talks and his mouth and his yeah. attitude and his like he's just a mean, nasty man. Mm-hmm. And he's scary and he's and he's just a really good villain. I think they did that really well. That that face off every time he's on the screen, it's like yeah. I'm just like. What's gonna happen? He even had that like Clint Eastwood like scowl of one side of his mouth. Like he looked like yeah, he just, he just he's perfect. He's he's perfect. Like, yeah, his voice, his yeah. appearance, like got, everything. He's got a mouthful of gravel. They nailed it, which is makes it me really sad that he's he's gone. But I loved the um, I loved how they handled that first showdown and how Boba like I think it was consistent with his character that he backed off. And he like he knew that the the shootout yeah. right then wasn't the the right way to handle the situation. Because there's something, there's more going on than just him and Cad Bane. Um, it shows like how Fennec and him are a good team because she's able to like talk yeah. him off a ledge a little and bit. And he listens to people. Yeah. Like he listens to people and he and he respects their opinions. Um, I was I was really, uh, the way they showed how all the different factions turned on everyone, I thought that was effective. Especially the part with Chrysanthemum and like, and mm-hmm. how the Trandoshans are like overwhelming yeah. him. Um, which but somehow felt, he gets out of it because he yeah. just walks in with them on his like, I think I think Chrysanthemum like, mm. like he was he carried the water that day. He and the, just the way he re-entered the scene <laughs> and he keeps getting shot at. Yeah. And he's just like, and he's just like he's like oh. Boromir from Fellowship. He's, not literally, he will not go down. He's a great, great. They, everything about like. That's that's the best Wookiee shit I've seen yeah. in a long time. He's like, like flinging guys just... around and like yes. a giant gun of his. He's like a, he's like the Hulk. Yeah, he's like Star Wars version of the Incredible Hulk. He's just like this a wrecker. Yeah, like a wrecking <laughs> yeah. hulk. Yeah, similar like, to that. He's a tank if you're playing an RPG or whatever. Yeah. I, I I loved I loved all the all the teaming up with Mando and Boba to to try to fight off the droids. Um, as much as that guy is annoying, I really thought that that scene where he went out to negotiate was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were going to waste him for sure, but... I thought oh that well. was great. I thought that was really funny. Um, he's definitely... I can tolerate him much more than Peli, Peli Motto or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I mean, obviously, I think the Rancor as the centerpiece of the second half of the episode was great. Um, and just... The way that that was shot, all of that, like the way that he just like crawls over the buildings and like and like just like the King Kong homage. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Like yeah. it's Godzilla versus King yeah. Kong, kind of a kind of a kind of a vibe. I thought that was really good. And the, yeah, the end where he even like climbs mm-hmm. up the tower and like it was very King Kong. Um, 
And then they're all trying to, like, once the battle's over, he's still on the loose and, like, raging. And so they're trying to, like, calm him down right. and, like, contain this monster on the loose now. Well, and, like, that was <laughs> consistent, right? Because, like, remember, like, Danny Trejo's character yeah. was, like, pretty much the only person yeah. that he doesn't see as an enemy is the first person he sees, right? Like, mm-hmm. so or Bubble was out of the picture. Yeah. And he was just, like, rah. And, of course, Grogu being Grogu, like... I think it's interesting like we kind of got we got Grogu as a force user without having to do too much training um, which like you mentioned Sean like I do think that there's I'm, I'm a little bit thrown off by the timing of all that like yeah. like the way that season two of the Mandalorian ended it's like we said goodbye to Grogu for like but, a long time in my head but I'm we like, didn't it's gonna be a long time before we see him again or at but least I should have known it, at least that it would Disney's be a long time even screen. if it's off camera yeah but instead, he basically, I don't know, I don't know, it, there's probably no way to know, like, officially how long he was gone, but. Yeah. Could have been a month. Couldn't have been very long. How do they even measure time in this galaxy, like, off of whose clock, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, that, around that, whose sun kinda, do they measure time, you know? Yeah, that's kind of a thing with Star Wars, is that, like, um, like with the, it's kind of hard to tell time, like, outside of, like, like maybe they might mention yeah. it in the credits kind of like how um there's like a 10 year difference between uh yeah episodes uh of the phantom menace and attack of the clones it's like 10 years and then the clone wars was like three years i'm, I'm guessing they reference like rotations two, two to three years two but three, i don't know if yeah. that means like okay. cor- yeah, coruscant yeah. rotations or like the world rotation of the planet you're on well, like, its like own sun going all the way back to empire strikes back like if you watch that movie like like really technically it's like a luke days. can't be on dagobah for more than 48 hours because how long, yeah, how long is the asteroid chase and all that and, like, capture, like... It's not Han long. Le- yeah, Han and Leia's, like, side quest is, like, within, like, a day or two day of or two. escaping the Hoth battle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, I but... I think Luke was on Dagobah more than a couple months. From, but that doesn't track with the other timeline of right. the other story. From the time he leaves, from the time he leaves Hoth yeah. to the time he leaves Dagobah in the other part of the, in the other parts of the story... Because they're, uh, it's very they're all investment at the same I, time. I'm not complaining. No, no. I don't give a shit. But, no. like, but I'm like, just curious. Like how, it yeah. is sometimes something you have to suspend. Yeah. Like you're like understanding. Like obviously, of, every like, planet would have a different cycle of like the sun, like a sun and night and years and weeks. And like I don't know how they measure all that. Standard, standard time? Like a, sta- like a standard time? Oh. I think standard there's, years. I mean, I've read I think in some of the books, it's like years. a reference to like, yeah, standard rotations or whatever. It has been oh, so many okay. standard years since whatever, and I don't know. I think probably it's, on Wikipedia, but I think the more relevant thing is just that from a from a viewer perspective, like <gasps> it didn't pay off as much that he came back because it was like he was really. We never really had to go very long without him and Grogu together. Paid off for Disney subscribers, right? Or for and, Disney subscription, and that model. and that bothers me <laughs> because I really like. I'm sure some people would hate me for saying this. Like, I mean, like. You better, you got to come up with something other than Grogu <laughs> soon. Like, mm. I can't just Grogu out for the next five years. Like, like I can't. Disney, hold my beer. I can't go, I can't go to <laughs> right. Disney World and everything I shop for has freaking Grogu on it. Like, for the next you, five you, years. You got, but you got to satisfy the moms of, of the families, too, yeah. I guess. Or in, in the kids. But so. you got, but you or, got. Or, or, at least give us some kind of character that's like kid related. Is it, is that, it like, like your cute nephew yeah. that's kind of wearing out his welcome mm-hmm. a little bit? Well, I think I think for the purposes of like <laughs> the Star Wars universe, you can't it can't all be yeah like they've got to, you know, 
especially if he's going to be back with Din. Like, like now that that's that story, right? Like, I don't I don't know how you're going to carry that. Like, like a Mandalorian season three, more or less standalone with Mando and Grogu. Yeah. I don't know how much le- how much legs that. Like, what are they going to do to make that more than just going back to just Mando mm-hmm. and Grogu kind of flying around, having cutesy little adventures, and then every once in a while, Grogu will use the force. Like, well, that's what I was saying. They should have, they could have used this show to introduce the the big bad or like the meta story more. Right. And like they could have cut out some of the Luke Grogu stuff and left Grogu out of it entirely, except for that little bit of an exposure. And then they could have had more film time or screen time to at satisfy the yeah. conclusion of the story while also like going oh now i know like what the big picture is going on and i get a hint of it and now i'm excited for all these other shows that will obviously tie into this bigger thing like we we're all saying oh kira black crimson dawn thrawn like we were kind of hoping that that might kind of develop at all and it didn't and it's like well maybe it could have if they had made other like, i mean we know choices. it will eventually yeah but, but like, i think it yeah but we don't know like where it's going to show up and like kind of have to start over with the next thing that comes up unless it's tied into kenobi at all if it's not then they kind of got to like, I don't know, Mando season three has got to like kick it right off with like, okay, here's what, here's the story. Here's what we're doing. We're not going to do a frog lady episode again. Well, they've already established, right away, you know, what it's going to be about. It's going to be about Din trying to either redeem himself to become a child of the watch again, since he took his helmet off yeah, or his purpose with the dark saber to unite all of Mandalore. Yeah. So, so I think, mean, I think that, that storyline so this, that the bigger set. bigger storyline about yeah. Mandalore, Mandalorians, Grogu, like all of that, like that's got. I think that has legs. But if it's just Mando and Grogu like putzing around, like <clears throat> you know, eating people's offspring and <laughs> <laughs> escorting frog ladies, yeah, like but that's not going to work. But <laughs> I will say that, that I didn't. I I also thought that they mishandled the reunion between Din and Baby and Grogu. Like I don't. That was just so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like he just like, first of all, Pelly was in the scene. So, and then like, he's just like sitting there and he's like, Oh, look who I brought with me. What are you doing here? Like, like, it's like if, as yeah. he's riding on the back of this thing in the middle of a chase scene, like you just kind of like squeeze in this like little, like, Oh, I miss you too. Get back in there. Like what? Like that should have been like a, yeah. a, an, a very poignant moment. And for some reason they decided to make it like not. Like if you like if you like got a job in like an oil rig or something, you had to say goodbye to your kid for a while, and then like the babysitter just brings him to the oil rig one day, and you're like, "Great to see you, but this is like not this is a dangerous area for you to be in." And like, yeah. what are you doing here? And like, what, what am I supposed weird. to do now? I'm like in the middle of something. Like, ah, it was weird. <laughs> but I think that what saved it was that um, I thought they did a really good job with Grogu. Like, I felt like like he's he's still the cutesy little sidekick, but he's also like fearless. Yeah. And he's got his own, like, you know, he's still, and he's still, like, I love that. And the one hand, you see him, like, staring down mm-hmm. the fiery, breathing rancor, like, right to his mm-hmm. filthy jaws. And then he's like, can I play with the ball? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like Or, like, just even like, the robot, like, he's fighting the droid, but it's like, he kind of is doing it because he wants to rip that part yeah, off. And like, oh, ooh, right. look at this part. And it's like, well, did he mean to do that? Or did he realize that was a dangerous thing? Or did he just want, a, like, a toy off of it? Oh, he, you know? he, he knew. <laughs> I, think, I think... I wanted him to get shot so that he, you know, like, he's got the... It was Chekhov's armor. Like, it needed to get shot if he's wearing that thing. And then we need to be like, oh, is he okay? Or even better is, like, you don't quite know... 
like when he arrives, you can't, you don't know if he's got the armor or the lightsaber. And then him getting shot and it looks like he's dead. You do a Frodo moment, like oh, a he's okay, and b it's because of the armor. Oh, that's what he chose. Like that's how you reveal that, right? You know what Instead I mean? of just like it's immediately he's apparent. like seeing it under yes. his shirt. Oh, oh, you got that? Yeah, shirt we need it to be you. like the whole he time it like a shirt, which I thought was really a shirt. Is that a shirt? I guess yeah. it's a shirt. Like we needed suspense of like the we're hanging in at the end of the last episode. Like, Who's he gonna choose? And it's like it was immediately resolved, and there could have been longer, longer tension. That could have been exquisite. Then you pay off with this damn yeah, fake out death, or like they didn't, they didn't kill Grogu. Like a spare shot, or if Cad Bane shot him, or something. Like I don't think there's any. Any, I think that would I think there's any. There's any way anyone could be faked out that Disney would kill Grogu. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I anyway, think... I I would say that for for overall for me, like great episode, very satisfying conclusion to the show. Mm-hmm. I think it it struck, it did what I was curious that th- like they brought together the first four episodes with the l- previous two and finished it well mm-hmm. um it does it does still seem like they took like part of mando season three and threw it into this show um because the end of the show really does you know mm-hmm. give us a it felt like it felt like it was launching us into season three of mando um that cut scene at the end with Cobb Vanth like <laughs> was brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. like because and part of what was so brilliant about it was that I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Like, what is that about? That's your new bad guy, Sean. <laughs> Mod Modded Vanth Mod is a new bad guy. So so he's gonna be on on Tatooine with Boba. Yeah. So we've got more storytelling to do with Boba Fett. Now, do we know if they're having a season two? Not, not that I know of. Okay. So Boba Fett and whatever he's doing on Tatooine is going to be side, side story to whatever they're going doing going forward. But I mean, because, because this story got us up to the present and then some. Yeah. Like, unless you do a book of Boba Fett season two and go backwards and talk about, like you can have, Tamara Morrison as Jango Fett some more, right? Yes. And like do that whole background stuff. I don't know how Book of Boba Fett season two is it's superfluous to Mando season three and Ahsoka and like the future, the future series. Oh, doing. Boba will be in it. Unless they just want another yeah. thing. Boba will be a part of the Yeah, stories. I know he will. But like, unless they need like a time slot where they're like, well, we need these eight to 12 week or 10 week series to keep like, we need sequential Star Wars for the next two and a half years or whatever. And Book of Boba Fett fills a gap between one show and another so we're going to do Book of Boba Fett season 2 but really it's like I said last time it's all the same story interchangeable titles of shows it's like one big show basically that's how I'm I'm kind of looking at it at this point like all these show titles are just the same story it kind of doesn't matter I I think that um, going back not to drop this in like it's kind of a side note but I love like the way they did Cad Bane like, mm-hmm. was the perfect example of like, um, like, on the one hand, total fan service, but on the other hand, like, if you had no idea mm-hmm. who Cad Bane was, he was still mm-hmm. a really good character in the show. Yep. But if you do, if you do know who he is, <laughs> then damn, they nailed it. Like, mm-hmm. like especially in this episode, like, like. Just the little exchanges that they had. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, like... Like your final lesson. Like, you get this sense of, like, 
Yeah. And Boba's like, I'm not a little kid anymore. Like, oh man, like these guys have a history. <laughs> right. And, and he, like, like most yeah. people have no idea. Right. But you get enough of Boba that where it's like, oh, this is ever. like the the mentee killing the mentor. Right. You know, just like implied enough that yeah. pays off for us. But like for the casual fan, it would just be like, oh, they don't have a history. Okay. But Cad Bane just. So is Cad Bane just that much of a mercenary that he's like, yeah, you know, Pike's hired me to do a job, whatever. It's Boba Fett. I used to mentor him, whatever. I'm in it for the money. Or is, yeah. it like, is he ideological in any way? No, it's all about mm-hmm. money. He even says it in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just the price is right or yeah. something like that. And like it, the way he treats his little Toto droid, like he's he's just, he's the kind of guy who like yeah. kicks his dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just a bad guy. Yeah. And, and if you actually think about it, in the Clone Wars, there was like a scene where he actually um, saved somebody out of like pure mercy. And, th- and then later he discovered that somebody that he saved was just Obi-Wan in disguise. The hence, like... Yeah, I'm cementing that statement where mm-hmm. you have to look out for yourself. That was proof. Yeah. That was a good enough reason to cement that idea into my head. Right. And I really think it um, shows when he is facing off against Boba Fett. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still, I still stand by. I'm going to look out for myself. Even if that means killing you, or like Woody Harrelson, trust no one. So. I think, and I think that's interesting because I think, I think, I think what actually a lot of people apparently wanted from this show, I think they wanted Boba to be Cad. They wanted a just a cold-blooded, ruthless, heartless bounty hunter, and Boba wasn't that. Like I feel like Cad Bane is kind of what we wanted. Some people wanted Boba. They wanted like a show where Boba's just collecting bounties and doesn't care who he hurts or doesn't hurt um so it's interesting that by the time they face off boba is a very different different guy character character than cad bane and and the contrast was really i think yeah i like the contrast i like that it was like it was like i mean i guess i get it like i mean like the this show is not who boba fett has been Mm -hmm. to us all this time but I feel like it worked. I feel like Tamira Morrison did a great job of mm-hmm. portraying that, mm-hmm. and like I got attached to that version of Boba Fett, and like he's he's just a interesting guy. Well, like, it's like to me, it's like Sean Bean is Boromir, but Ned Stark is basically what Boromir would have been if he had lived and like had to wear the crown for so long, right? So like. Ned Stark is like this grown-up warrior who has to be a king and has the burden of that. So it's cool to see a Boba Fett. Like, he can't operate like a bounty hunter anymore. He's got to operate in a different level, and he's going to be different. And it wouldn't work if he was like a bounty hunter. He has to trust people. He has to build allies. He has to build coalitions. Right. And, like, win the peace and earn the respect and all that. Um, I'm yeah, a, I like I'm, that. So I, I guess I, I can understand people like, oh, I just want to see, like, a bounty hunter going at it. And it's like, well, he's not that anymore. Like, he's too old for that. Um. <laughs> like that's just not the universe he's in anymore. And he he grows he grew on me. Like by the end yeah. when he's walking through town and everybody's like Yeah, like the Godfather like, just like mm. That was like cool. That was like you know, he was like he, he could yeah. he, there was good vibes there. I like that. Alright, so uh David, uh likes and uh dislikes. So <clears throat> I loved it. It was a great episode. There's just yeah, there's just so much going on. It's kinda of hard to just pick out little things. Um I love the conversation with Boba and Din, them talking about Din believing in the way and that he wasn't going to leave till last body falls 
And then we get them go an army of two style, back to back, gunslinging, whistling birds, knee darts, everything going off. Loved it. The Rancor, loved it. Awesome fight scene. Those droids, I found it. Yeah, um, was I right about it being a concept art? Oh, well, it was Attack yes. of the Clones. Scor- okay. Scorpion Neck Annihilator Droids. Ooh. Okay, were, were those like scorpions. Uh, yeah, were those uh, Trade Federation or Techno Union? Calicoid. Calicoid huh? Creations, who did the Droidicas. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were so... So it's concept art or is it... It's, it's, in yeah, universe. it's concept yeah. art. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And But now it's canon. Wikipedia, or Wikipedia, has yeah. it as mm-hmm. Legends... So John and Dave are again yep. saving things from Levit from cool. legends, mm-hmm. um, and there's a there's a little quote here from a Republic Republic advanced recon commando. He goes, "We don't know what it was, sir, but it took out three platoons. <laughs> we can't let the Colloquids get these off planet." <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and it says they have deflector shields and stuff like that too that are more powerful than the Droidicas. Oh, okay. So that's, cool. so that's why it took a little bit longer. Yeah. They drink from the deep well of Star Wars Legends. Yes. And they keep bringing stuff back. It's fun. The good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, in a sense, that's smart then to, like, discard everything as Legends so you can selectively bring it back and don't have to, like, be so hamstrung by the ridiculous continuity of trying to keep all that straight. Mm-hmm. It's like there's more freedom. And it. they know how to make it work, too. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's yeah. gone forever. It just means you can pull it back on your own terms. Yep. And it's fun. Now, I am going to address the controversy with Grogu okay. and Justin you probably know where I'm going with this because you and I chatted about it Monday oh yeah mm-hmm. so <clears throat> there was a theory I'm sure you, if you guys you guys listen to Star Wars Theory and Josh and yeah. the Denon nerds there was a theory that was brought up that Grogu was going to pick the armor go back to Din um, and I was hoping Luke was going to be with him Luke would get caught up in the fight blah yeah. blah blah but Grogu would see Din get in trouble or get hurt really bad, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Then he'd realize, oh, Din, my you know, father figure, I don't want to lose him. I need to train with Luke and how to protect those who I love. Mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the opposite of what happened to Anakin. Yeah. Because at that point, when Luke gave Grogu that choice, the lightsaber or the armor, because Grogu at this point... He's faced down two different paths. Mm-hmm. And Luke says his heart's not in training. His heart's somewhere else. At this point, Luke knows the entire story of the tragedy of Darth Vader. Because in, I'll just say Disney canon, R2 has told him the entire story. He's even seen R2's recordings of what happened between Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme, and Mustafar. So he knows the dangers of that type of attachment. So that's why he gave Grogu that choice. Mm-hmm. Where is his heart? Yeah. Maybe the path to Din is going to show him, oh, snap, I need, to, I need to be able to train to protect myself and protect those who I love. Um, but he was able to call in his force. I mean, he was a force-wielding Mandalorian in that sense. Cause yeah, he, and he stopped you know I mean? the Rancor from yeah. who was still going he after, have a after Din. So it might be where he's starting to think that because mm-hmm. when Din was going after that droid before Grogu Colt pulled yeah. <laughs> pulled that part off of it, off its leg, it slammed that one leg, or that one spike, mm-hmm. on Din's leg. So he, he saw Din get yeah. get beat up. Not the best car held, but when Grogu mm-hmm. pulled, force pulled that leg, that droid was up and was going to yeah. power slam those two spiked legs into Den, probably mm-hmm. Den's chest, I would assume. Yeah. So... 
I'm still liking that because he's with he's within. He's seen action or more life threatening action, yeah. I guess you could say. So as far as Mando season three, we could get him continuing some of his training while Din's going about his journey and he goes back to Luke at some point because he realizes he needs more of that. Because he picked this path, he now has to have the other path. How's he supposed to communicate that to Din though? Because I can't really he can't talk to him and Din just kinda has to guess what he's wanting, like a baby. I'm sure I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure that maybe we'll hear him talk in I season thought, three. I thought that they communicated at some point in this episode. He said, I missed you too. Like or maybe that tell. was just Yeah, maybe probably just because just yeah, he was yeah. like hugging him and trying yeah. to like I, I again. also it is kinda odd how they reunited. Yeah. But I think that plays good into that theory. Um with Din them meeting in the middle of the action, mm-hmm. and then Grogu seeing Din getting beat up, getting hurt by the droid, by the Rancor, mm-hmm. almost getting his helmet bit off or whatever yeah. by the Rancor, thrown to the ground. And, you know, the only thing stopping the Rancor from killing Din at that point was Grogu stepping in. And it wasn't his cuteness that stopped the Rancor. It was his his ability to use a force to calm the beast and put yeah. it to sleep. Yeah. So I, I think that's the, the route they're going to go with it. So I... I can see Luke coming back. I can see more training with Grogu. Yeah, I'll just leave it, leave it there. Hmm. But hmm. last thing I'll touch on is the, the duel with Cad and Boba. I'm really satisfied with how they ended that. Mm-hmm. No, Aaron, you're talking about, yeah, Boba's a totally different character at this point. And I'm glad that he didn't just beat Cad to the, to the draw. Because then we wouldn't have had like, like that further conversation and then... Boba going toward to his gaffy stick. Yeah, to, I love that. To beat Cad. That was brilliant. It wasn't his yeah, Mando yeah. armor. Yeah, almost like his new his new self killed Cad yes. Bane and his old self lost Guy Bane. Was yes. That was brilliant. poetic, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that scene where just like he, he does he does that Maui like Yeah, crazy crazy eyes before he's, he's like I mean that was him. that was like functionally the death of Boba Fett, the bounty hunter. And then, mm-hmm. like the the complete coming into power of the new yeah. Boba Fett, the ruler. That moment, pretty right. yep. pretty smart how they did that. that, yes. that I didn't me, notice the stick on his back until that moment. They're like, oh, he's got yeah. a gaffy stick. Oh man, yeah, seen him. Oh, that's gonna get used for sure. Seeing him riding that rancor. Yeah, that, that was just that was something. Because he didn't have that with him, and then when he got the rancor, then he had the stick on his back, so he grabbed mm. that too. He also had a new missile on his jetpack too. Oh, he oh yeah, yeah, it. I did notice. that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a one shot thing. I guess yeah, he carries another one somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Th- I had a couple like that part when he takes out Cad with the gaffy stick. There's, I had a flashback to one of the Django Fett comics. I won't go into it, but Django got a bounty to hunt someone down. Turned out it was an escaped clone, and he had the face to face conversation with his clone. Django ends up killing his own clone <laughs> with like that same kind of brutal mm-hmm. efficiency. Um, but yeah. Didn't Bo, didn't Cad make some jab at him about his dad? Yeah, you still have like, like your father's like your blood father. or your father's yeah. heart or something, right? Yeah, and it, I think that really helped to like, yeah, like tie in his whole story, right? Like he's like, no, and he and then that way when he pulls the Tuscan the gaffy stick out, it's like, I'm a new person. Yeah, yep. I'm not the fa- I'm not the son of Django. Yeah. Yep. I'm not Boba Fett the bounty hunter. I'm not Boba Fett the killer who works for the Empire. I'm a yeah. new person. Which is frankly a message to us. 
as much as it is to Cad Bane. It's like right. Filoni and Favreau going, guys, <laughs> this, this is a isn't new Boba your Fett. Mom and Dad's Boba like, Fett. yeah, we're honoring the story we told in Clone Wars and right. your remembrance. And you filled in all the gaps of this character with two minutes of screen time and a few lines. You've built up this legend in your head, and we're like, we're introducing you, reintroducing you to this new version. Um, and since it's from those two, we trust it. <laughs> but if it was anyone <laughs> but else, if they ever want to do a show, faces, if they want to do a Boba Fett show, <laughs> yeah, like a Boba prime. Fett pre Empire Strikes Back, I'm fine with That's that. That's Andor. Too. I'm <laughs> telling you, he's going to be an Andor at his prime. You think so? I'm calling it. Yeah. Okay. That show, I'm down with that. that show, that show is just, it's called Andor, but it's about that critical era of the rebellion. Of the rebellion. Like yep. the rise of the rebellion. And then that's the peak, it's like peak empire power. Rebellion on its way up, and like the underworld is at full swing because it's complete chaos with the empire, like running everything and using the empire or using bounty hunters and using the underworld as a powerful force too. Like that's. You think be we'll see uh, live action, Kanan and Ezra? Uh, they could. I mean, they could do all the rebels uh, era. It, that's it, rebels it, era. We're talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they could yeah. totally do any all that live action. Ahsoka Hera, Hera could be, could be in, in it. Harris and Dola. So Ahsoka could have be in de-aged it. Leia. Um, I guess a, like a younger, even younger, especially if you go right up to New Hope era. She'd be 18, 19, or teenager age, you know. Anything's on the table that era. That's really cool. Mm. You could have the Inquisitors, and you could have all that stuff in there. Yep. And the last thing I'll, I'll just say, as epic as a character as Cad Bane is, they did a good job finishing his, his, his story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they sent him out like a punk, but right. we just... Gun up, bam! Dead. Yeah, I got eaten by the rancor. Well, and like <laughs> yeah. and like he and he, he, I mean, he essentially a prime like he won the duel. Yeah. The duel, yeah. Initially, mm-hmm. the gun duel. Yeah, but then, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought the, that was lost the melee duel. I I, th- I thought that was, and I think that all of that is just a testimony to. You know that's why that's why Filoni had the helm for yeah. episode six, right? Like it's like. It's like he knows how to develop a character, have an arc, mm-hmm. and fit it into a story and bring it to a conclusion. Like he's he's very good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a closer. Yeah, and like he's definitely like showing that he's like, hey, I'm not just an anime, I'm not just a cartoon guy. He's the opposite of J.J. Abrams. He closes deals and doesn't just like go, hey, this yeah, is a like cool we, idea, we, and then it just fizzles out. Boxes, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, I'll take all these loose ends and make it a beautiful bow at the end of it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's just done so many, so many iconic moments in Star Wars mm-hmm. now. And I think that, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he took, he took like Attack of the Clones, which everyone made fun of, and made it like through the Clone Wars show, like flushed it way out and made us like shed a tear when Camino's getting blown up in Bad Batch. Like, that's pretty masterful storytelling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Justin, your turn. All righty. So, uh, man, I got to say, um, not not too many dislikes um, that I can think of right off the top of my head. Uh, maybe, maybe outside of the mods. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm in that mods. Uh, not let not the a hate of. flow through you. <laughs> but yeah, at, but at the same time, it was like okay, um, they're they're not going anywhere. So I mean, uh. it's it is what it is. I mean, 
Though I th- I think we did cheer when one of those mod like like not not the mod mod uh, they got like shot off the uh, one of the mopeds yeah, blew got, up yeah and Aaron's like and one down yes three to go <laughs> yes. I think oh, they should like I don't know they should have killed, killed all of them but like oh. one to just like immediately so they're like gonna the make cop vamp like the leader of the mods no please don't mod, mod vamp the evil yeah mod vamp we're calling it yeah. Mod Band's the new villain now. Uh, I mean, I hope that's not how the way it goes. Well, why would he be a villain? Yeah. He got or, or he, he'd be, uh, or he could go crazy and think and like, oh, hey, you killed blame. you killed yeah. that guy who almost killed me. Great, thanks. Right. Like, I I owe you one. That's or, what, or, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah, I would and you saved way. me and modified me. Awesome. Like, mm-hmm. what what does he have? What what would he have against anyone for that? He's like, oh, I wish I could have been there for the battle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. But every everything else, like this, was just fun, pure, <laughs> um, pure flowing fun, and I was there for every single minute of it, um, and and I actually felt dread uh, through the uh, first half of the episode when uh, um, things were just going not going the way that they were hoping, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, like the. Uh, the families that they uh, neg- that they that Boba Fett negotiated mm-hmm. to uh, re- remain neutral during during this fight, and apparently they didn't. Uh, that was that was just like a moment that feels very relatable. And I was like, like if I was in that situation, I would just like panic. Mm-hmm. And 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 I liked how like fast they were able to uh, regroup themselves, and in the and and that's like one of the biggest things that I thought was cool about Boba Fett is that he's usually quiet or reserved and then we get to see that um play out through throughout the whole episode like even his encounter with uh um Cad Bane and how even Cad Bane being the monster that he is like knows what sets Boba off and like I don't I don't know if anybody else knows but in the like in the unfinished Clone War series, like at one point Cad Bane was Boba's mentor um, during an arc, and then it, and then I think that's like where they had like the shootout where um, mm-hmm. like they shoot each other and uh, Boba actually comes out as the victor. Um, but you know, Cap, um, Cad Bane survives that encounter. That's where he gets the head with, plate from. Yep. Yeah. And they showed that. They yes. showed the head plate, which means that's that cool. happened and in canon that's, or something, probably, right? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's, like, another thing. Um, and, yeah, I do agree with uh, everybody here that the uh, shootout between uh, um, Cad Bane and Boba was beautifully done. And I really thought it was, uh, like, a great uh, way of sh- telling that Cad Bane kind of learned his lesson the first time. He's like, "Uh, uh-uh, you're not gonna shoot me in that again. I'm gonna get you this time." And he was able to uh, shoot like the weak parts of his. Like he didn't go for his armor. He went for yeah, like, he was, the, like shooting in the oh, creases. Yeah, yeah, where the armor so, wasn't. Yeah, that's how good it and, and I also and and as far as ending the character, my first initial reaction was kind of like, "That's it." But then when I really thought about it for, like, that brief second afterwards, I was like, okay, this does kind of feel like it was a worthy ending. 
I mean, I, I feel like let's just say if like what what on what, on paper what sounds more satisfying that he died from the hands of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. a character that we've all uh, like hold its treasure, or shot by one of the mods. You, you pick. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would have been bad. Or or, or, or rank. Or I would have that. a very different opinion up. of this episode if yeah. the mods killed any character of significance. <laughs> if they could <laughs> land any shots whatsoever. So, yeah, there's so there's that, and um, and uh, I and I also really liked how. Um, um, the Mandalor like the time the time that the Mandalorian was in the episode, uh, he didn't take it over. So yeah. I thought that was very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Grogu being in the episode even less was like impressive, but still effective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, just overall loved it. And I I'm trying I'm trying to not like extend the time or anything, but um. Are we gonna say anything about the uh, Gamorians that? R.I.P. Ah, oh, yes, yes, the Gamorians. They got right. They got yeeted off the cliffs. Oh, but you know what? They... That was a, that was really cool because like, it was it validated what Boba did, because like they were loyal to the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did too. I yeah. Th- thank you, uh, Jacob, for. Uh, Reminding us all. Once again, nobody puts railings on any cliffs in this universe. Yeah. That was like a trip hazard for all the Which children. Also, you I mentioned, see. Jake, when we were watching, like the cinematic views of yeah. Mos Espa. Yeah, really cool. Oh, Holy. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. It's like um, Jeddah like, from Give me a poster Rogue of One. that. Yeah. Like that was epic looking. Like And the detail. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just gorgeous. Like that was some of the coolest footage of Mos, of any yeah. any location on Tatooine for sure. Um. Yeah. Like. Wow. Crazy. I'm surprised that we didn't see the Tuscans that helped out too with Freetown. Like, I th- I would have thought that he would have gotten every ally he could, including mm. the Tuscan tribe that helped right. with that. That he still yeah. had because he knows like the sign language for that. That would have been so. Like, and that was like cool. it was it was right there. And the like, Tuscans come into yeah. town with Banthas I was exp- and fight in Mosas. Yeah. But that like, would have been that was like hanging right there. Like, dude, Din knows knows them and then boba is tight with tuscans like you could have brought all that like the entire tatooine like all Dude. every part of society of tatooine could like have fought in this battle so tuscans yeah. like so. shooting from the rooftops yeah, and making, yeah just making all their, their yeah howls. like they're snipering oh. in and then like they're coming in with gaffy sticks that would have been so cool so that raises oh. another question all right since the tuscan warrior lady was in the episode yeah and there know. were hints to the pikes wiping out the tuscans I think it was, was she actually dead or yeah I mean, I thought I didn't see her. That one? They didn't show her body, and they didn't show him putting her staff in the fire. So that's well, why I was he, led to believe had, she was he alive. He had two staffs that he put in the fire, though. I thought that was like the leader, and then the kids mm-hmm. one. No, I don't like there was one leaders, yeah. then somebody else's, and then the last one oh, was the kids. Maybe okay. So I guess I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't super yeah, clear that when, she was dead when it showed. In case damn. anybody was wondering, this is what Tuscarora looks like underneath <laughs> there. <laughs> Oh, is that is that her? That's the actress. <laughs> oh wow! Not furry, huh? <laughs> I honestly well, thought I at first yeah. when it showed Cobb Vance, it yeah, just says Joanna Bennett her. Tuscan. Yeah, oh, that would be dope. <laughs> I thought that would have been so dope if it was her in there. <laughs> and we would have seen a Tuscan and be like, "Who's that lady?" And like, like which Tuscan was she? Just curious. Like the warrior. The warrior. Probably one. the warrior. I don't know. It doesn't say. But, um. Yeah, how that if if not Cobb Vanth, then yeah, that would be the very close second. Is if Boba had found her 
and got, is getting her healed yeah, up. Yeah, she was And the then badass. she was like a modded, a modded out Tusken Raider. That oh, chick was the badass. Yeah. That Damn. she would have been a cool like tease as like oh she's back. I actually thought she's part of the crew now. The mod guy was her. She's Tony Bennett's oh, daughter. Interesting. That's wild. So, um, yeah, just overall fun fun episode. Um, <clears throat> like, and and I and I really did and and yeah and I know I've said this in a pre previous episode or probably the pre like the second previous episode that uh, I went through a tough time. Mm-hmm. This was probably one of the highlights uh, during that tough time, and I did enjoy it, watching it with these amazing Star Wars fans. Um, even, <laughs> even when we have, like, different viewing points, <laughs> we all have that, like, yeah. passion for Star Wars, and we we always, and for good or bad Star Wars, we still watch it. We <laughs> still yeah. uh, Mods or no mods. Disney's yep. like, yes, you will. Hey, I can love we Star Wars. <laughs> I can... <laughs> I don't know, man. Your patience will work in eventually. <laughs> I don't know. Some I'll uh, find some catch. I want to get a T-shirt with I... the mods that says "Triggering Errors." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I almost want that shirt. I uh... almost would buy that shirt. The Love Soka one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Love Soka. Luke, Luke, Luke. <laughs> Love Soka. So... Luke Soka. Right? Yeah, Luke Soka. Yeah. Will I ever see you again? <laughs> I, I I gotta say, like, I think it's very fair, like, to like, like. Was it no? No one hates Star Wars more than yeah, Star, Wars. Star, Wars Star Wars fans. fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, because Star Wars just, just has always had things in it where you're like, yeah. oh god, <laughs> like what? Usually it's due to George Lucas's tampering of his own yeah. stuff. Like, just leave it alone, man. It was fine in 1977. Right. Leave it alone. <laughs> but that's but that's what I like. It's like my children. It's like there's like times when my children and I'm just like. What? Like, yeah, how was the decision you made? But really? there's no end to the love for this. <laughs> like, like, and I think Josh from Nerd Theory was talking about like, like how like even though like most of his channel is Marvel and like that he you know but like he he said like Star Wars just hits on a whole mm-hmm. nother level. Mm-hmm. Like it hits on a whole nother level for him. Like, and he even went as far as to say like it's like a spiritual experience. Like, yeah. And he never experiences that with Marvel. As much as yeah. he loves Marvel and raves about it all the time, like mm-hmm. nothing hits like Star Wars. And I think what <laughs> this show did really effectively, especially in the last three episodes, was it like struck at the heart of a lot of core Star Wars characters and storytelling and mythology and just everything. Like, yep. And that is what we sorely need. Um going forward so i think like it also like gives us that not just the the revival of enjoy the enjoyment of star wars like that but like like there's like and this sounds super corny but like hope for the future like oh my gosh like the prospect of consistently good content like this Mm -hmm. is crazy like it's Mm -hmm. crazy like that's this is what i've been waiting for since disney bought Star Wars. It was like, a long wait between. Give us all of that. Like episode three and ten years. Ten years between Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens. And it was kind of a dry spell, and like, oh, he sold to Disney, and like, what's gonna happen? And and then I even was, with the sequels, and then I it's was, like Mando starts it off, and then it's like since Mando, it's like been man, it's like picking up momentum. But and I feel like it feels didn't really, really hit stride until yeah. just the last three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> as much as this everybody enjoyed us, Mando yeah. and like the end of season two, like 
and the beginning of Book of Boba Fett. Like, if I'm honest, like, I never have, I've never been, none of that stuff has hyped me up as much as the last three weeks Mm -hmm. for me. Like, enjoyable stuff, like, and quality Star Wars content in a lot of ways, but, like, didn't hit me like the last three weeks have hit me. And the way that I feel like that's setting us up for what's coming. Yeah, just a taste, like a teaser, you know. Very good. Alrighty, so uh, we are currently. Oh wow, yeah. Um, so we kind of did cover some spec elements of speculation. So we will just probably head yeah. to the uh, uh, ratings of the chapter itself and uh, the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll uh, have Sean start that off. Uh, this episode for me was either third or fourth favorite. Uh, number two is still my favorite one. And last week was probably my second in this one. Either this one or episode five or my next one. Um, so I, I guess I give it like an 8.4. Uh, there, there was some awesome high points like the Cad Bane stuff and then just some dumb stuff that just is like, oh, really, come on. Um, for me, that wasn't present in other episodes. Um, satisfying conclusion, but not... So it's like a solid B for me, I would okay. say. And the show overall is like it's all over the place <laughs> for me as far as like highs and lows. Like the kind of the variability is really high. It's not like a tightly consistent rating. It's like all over the place. And probably that like structural production woes, COVID, who knows what. But it's like just weird, like a weird structure to the season. And I, I think it was intentional, but I was hoping by now, by episode seven, I'd be able to tell. Like, oh, that's what they're doing with it. But I still am, like, kind of confused as to, like, why they did this, like, 4 plus 2 plus 1 kind of format. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh... So, 8.4 for the whole season? For the episode. Well, for because the I've, graded, I've rated other episodes higher than that. So, I'm, like, putting it in that context and kind of giving it a B, which is, like, an 84%, right? So, that would be for me. Oh, okay. So, uh, Aaron? Uh, the episode, I would give... I'd say I think I'm gonna I'm good with an 8.5 as well. Um, surprise, surprise! Primarily because there was too much of the mods, too much of Pelly. I just I, it's I, I I mean in all seriousness, like it's just bad. Like and it it, it it's really un, it's really frustrating to me that they I can't believe that somebody the mods didn't, yeah. like made it all the way to the point where this is in the show. Like I just I can't. <laughs> Like somebody, all these people collectively got together and the final product, they're like, yeah, this is great. This is cool. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's it's completely takes me out of the show, takes me out of the visual, takes me out of the spirit of it. Like, oh, there's so many other ways they could have done that. So because of that and because Pelly was in there just being like, they knocked her tooth out, like whatever. Like, <laughs> And then she flirts with that. Like, anyway, so 8.5. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it a nine just because I feel like it was didn't quite get there. But there were nine moments in yeah, there for yeah. sure. Nine and ten yeah. moments in the show, mm-hmm. um, in the episode. Um, I would say that overall, I would just I would give the show as a whole uh, an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there were parts that were like, mm? and then parts that really shone. And I think that at the end of the day, like. Maybe even looking, I think that going forward, as things unfold, 
in the Filoniverse or whatever, that that ranking could go up because I think we are getting stuff that we don't realize what we're getting and what it means in the future. Um, but, yeah. So, 8.5 for the episode, 8 out of 10 for the season, and I'm pretty happy. Oh, awesome. Uh, David? So, I'm going to give this episode... I'm going to go high in this one. I'm going to go... Now I'm going to pull you, Justin. I'm going to go 9.66. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is a pretty good rating there. Yeah, 4 to 66. No. <laughs> the only things that I wouldn't give it a 10 for is too much of what you were talking about, Aaron. Um, <clears throat> the mods? No, <laughs> more of... Pelly? Pelly. Yeah. <laughs> after, after the cart flipped, it would have been a good time for her just to boogie out. Yeah. <clears throat> after she got Grogo to Din, she, she didn't need to be in it anymore. Yeah. I feel the same with but the mayor's majordomo. Right. After after that face off, he yeah, should have been he, out. he should have been gunned down. Right. <laughs> at some mm-hmm. <laughs> during that firefight. Um but there was just so much that brought back the excellence what Star Wars is. Yeah. What we know Boba Fett to be. We got the Boba Fett that we all know and love. Out there gunslinging, using his weapons, right. back to back with Din. Some good stuff with Car- or Chrysanthemum. Of the Rancor, yes. which we haven't gotten other than really Return of the Jedi in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was what I wanted to see. Now, there, I would have liked to see Boba use more of his wrist blasters on his gauntlets, like what he did against the Stormtroopers, but that's really the only nitpicking thing I could have. Cad Bane was great. I wasn't expecting two showdowns when Boba almost went after him. When Cad told him about the Tuscans and the Pikes were the ones that killed him. That was good. And then we had the, the finishing one with the death of Cad Bane. So it was, it was a really good episode. Um, sure, there was a couple things here and there that you know they could have done done a little bit better during like the fight sequences and stuff like that. You know, walls lasting too long under constant blaster fire <laughs> <laughs> and just stuff, small stuff like that, but not enough. That I think could be like, oh well, yeah, that it's it's like a seven or something because of that. I mean, there's gonna be yeah some plot armor and stuff like that, but it was it was really good to see that and also seeing Grogu, seeing Din, and kind of their relationship growing and where that's gonna continue. Um, and I love Grogu at the end with the N one Starfighter, <laughs> like sitting in the yeah. car with Dad when you're little. Come on, go faster, go faster. Mm-hmm. Or after you hit the red light or something, but. Yeah, nine point six six for this uh, this final chapter, and I'm gonna I'll give the entire season probably eight and a half. You know, I think it was overall well put together. Dave and John they they honored the characters for who they are, brought in ones that we know honored them for their stories and legends, the comic books, and mm-hmm. continued the story, which I think they did a great job of. Despite mm-hmm. the mods and too much of the Jawa Dayton lady. Alrighty, so uh, for me, I would have to give this a very good eight point nine out of ten. Um, this was uh, fun. I loved every single moment of it. If I really had to get nitpicky, it would probably be the mods and. Uh, um, so maybe some comedic elements went on for a little too long, um, but 
I, everything else, loved it. Um, I loved what they did with Boba. I loved how they, uh, um, like, made made him a, like, made him a new, new kind of Boba Fett with a bit of the old. And I love... And I really loved uh, Din Djarin in this episode as well, um, and and I and I was incredibly impressed with how much they used uh, certain characters, uh, Chris Stanton and um, uh, Fennec. They were amazing, um, and uh, yeah, I, I I I was just watching it with a smile on my face the whole time. So uh, and that's and, and that's like one of my key things. Um, uh, with Star Wars is that um, if you if you can say that you had fun with it or that there were some fun elements that you enjoyed, then it did its job well. So, and that's what it did for me. Um, so, so for the series as a whole, I would say it's a good solid uh, eight out of ten. Um, some episodes were really good hits; others. I mean, it's it's not the worst in Star Wars. Um, I mean, I'm still grateful we didn't have an equivalent to the uh, cake episode in the Clone Wars, but um, and uh, I really look forward to see what's coming up next in uh, Kenobi. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I guess that kind of ends this episode. Um, with oh wait, uh, I oh. Before we end, um, this uh, by the time this episode releases, it will probably be February the 11th, and that would be uh, the uh, birthday of uh, one of one of our greatest hosts, uh, Aaron Russo, and Justin, and the founder. It's thank a the, thank the maker. It's a useless birthday. <laughs> we should have a party and celebrate together. <laughs> So sing happy birthday on your own to him. We don't want to hear you singing, but Misa <laughs> very happy to sing it if you want to hear it. Oh boy! <laughs> well, that just wraps we don't it up. Copyright strike. Right? We're definitely out of yeah. tape. We're, yep. out of time. we're out of we're oh, out yeah. of time. Yeah. And force be with you always. <laughs> yeah, always. Always. <laughs> Bye.